All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. We've got yet another exciting interview. We've got Bryce Butler, former NFL wide receiver, now turned like full on golf enthusiast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And we've got him on the podcast in just a moment. We're going to get into everything. We're going to talk about, you know, the golf culture in the NFL. We're going to talk about when he started playing, like how he got to where he is now, because I watch his videos. I mean, he's a golfer. Yeah, like, we're not just saying mm-hmm. like he's a guy who's pretty good football too. who knows about yeah. go- like he's a golfer. Yep. Like he knows what he's doing out there. So we're gonna talk to him. We're gonna bring him on the show. I'll ask him some questions. I want to ask him some like uh, golf versus football questions. Like some I love of the, it. where the passion yeah. really lies. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> yep. But um, but I've been spot. excited about this one for a while. I'm, I'm sure we'll do more. I've been wanting to do like like an on-site yeah. collab with him. I, we wanted to have him on the channel, play some golf, but... Uh, I think it was even also like the original like member of Good Good. Yeah, I believe Way back when like it first started. So I want to ask him about that, and I just I just want to see if we can get as much out of him with, with that NFL experience. Like, what is it like as an NFL player? Are you able to play golf in that rigorous schedule? Like, how'd that even work? Right. Back and, then and, and golf stuff? now seemingly becoming, or maybe always behind the scenes, it was a big thing in the NFL, mm-hmm. and like we're just seeing more now. But I'm just thinking about like what, watching the match yeah. the other day, right? And you got like, you know, four elite quarterbacks quarterbacks yep. and, and it's just it just to me seems like there's a lot of guys in the nfl who are not only playing golf but they're playing it at a high level mm-hmm. so it's like where where's that come from like are, are guys bringing each other into the game so i got that down here i'm like I, I gotta ask him i gotta dig in on that question a little bit i'm excited about that um other exciting things that we've got going on uh we just announced our our Voki sm9 winner yeah, that's right. Right, just announced that we're going to do more giveaways, but we we had our fitting and we just announced our winner. Thank you to everybody who participated. We had a re- lot of fun with that one. Um, we uh, what else we got big going on right now? I'm trying to think about the stuff coming up. We just got a lot of great, you know, we got like Baltus Roll we're planning to do as far yeah. as course vlogs. That's that's coming up. A lot of great summer, short man. lessons with Sprecher coming up. Yeah, some some courses we've never been to, even in our area, that I was able to kind of pull some strings for. So. We got some great stuff Making coming to the main channel. Calls, begging, pleading, just begging, begging. Can we come there? out there, please? Yeah, but hey, summertime, it's here. You know, just stay tuned. Main channel, we're gonna have a lot of, a lot of really fun stuff coming Open. your way. That's What's right. that? Brookline for the U.S. Open. Yeah, US Brookline. Open. You know, go back and watch. You know, the Brookline videos if you missed those too. I mean, we had so much great content that we filmed in May that just came out like the beginning of June. And it's just going to be nonstop, man. I hope you're ready. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready. <laughs> it, it was a treat getting to film up at the Country Club, but wow. Yep. You know, they those guys playing those courses. It's just a whole different ball game. That rough was just for all like of the uh, every year. It's seemingly stereotypical at this point. Like the comments about the rough at the U.S. Open events. Mm-hmm. For all that, like when you experience it in real life, you get it. Yeah, it's it's you, you get it. Off, you could be like <laughs> two yards off of the green. <laughs> that's it. it. That's all it takes. Three strokes to get that's from there because it was just. It yeah, was we wild. struggled. We struggled. Yeah, we did. All right. Let's do a quick word from our sponsors, and then we want to jump right into our interview with Bryce Butler. You guys are going to want to hang on for this one because uh, it's going to be a good one. So let's do a quick word from our sponsors. We'll get into it. All right, guys. Got them right here. They just arrived. The brand new Voki SM9 wedges, fully customized out, went with the jet black finish. I got a chrome finish mic there, got his all set up, and guys, these It's something you have to really get out and experience to really fully understand some of the difference. Let me put these down before I hit myself in the face with with a club. Some of the difference that 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 handcrafted technology that you get from Vokey really makes, and each one is just an instrument of creative control. Uh, It's created from the most advanced materials, engineered to deliver that ideal flight and spin, and those grinds designed to release your best wedge play possible. I can't keep driving this home enough. If you get the opportunity to get fit. wedges it's it's just i as i learn this game as we explore this game and as we become slowly better golfers the more i realize that the the wedges are the tools for scoring and you start to realize that how by just getting that bounce and that grind that really matches your game there's some of the the most personalized clubs in your bag as far as i'm concerned and if you match that up right you're going to start to see those those strokes just like come right off yeah, the game. Yeah, easily. It's just such a different world when you get fit right. And there's lots of different ways to make a wedge, but there's only one way to make a Vokey. So the Titleist Vokey Design SM9 wedges, they're superior handcrafted technology. 
look for yours today. And one thing we, we challenged you guys to do when we did our giveaway, Vokey.com. They've got the wedge builder tool there. You can go through. It's so cool. On the screen, you see exactly what your wedge would look like. You can mock them up. You can do all that custom stamping, the different finishes. It's all right there. That's the look. But the performance, what's under the hood, you know, that's what what Vokey, you know, his claim to fame truly is. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've had Bob on the show before. Just absolutely a wealth of knowledge when They're it comes so to golf. Pretty, and it's just wedges. it's great what he's done with the SM9s. So get out there, experience them for yourself, get fit if you can. I'm telling you, that is the true game changer. And then when you're ready to pull the trigger, get into that customization, man. Because it's it. uh, some great stuff. So much great fun. stuff. So thank you, Titleist. Go to Voki.com, find out more about those Voki wedges. And uh, this podcast is sponsored by Gosling's Rum, the creator of the dark and stormy cocktail. Guys, let's go, right? Let's go. I mean, 19th hole. The 19th hole, the official cocktail, the 19th hole. A couple weeks ago, we celebrated Dark and Stormy Day, which is the day that Gosling celebrates all their fans and their super fans, you know, uh, from all over the world with that, that handmade drink. It's like one of the most popular cocktails on the planet. And, you know, it's a delicious combo of, get this, I, I, black rum. I love black rum. I'm a big fan. So Gosling's Black Seal Rum, and this is something I've never tried before, but the spicy Gosling's uh, Stormy Ginger Beer. You're a ginger beer guy? Occasionally. I like it when it's mixed like Yeah, this. exactly. I'm not like a straight ginger beer guy, right. but like I think it's the perfect compliment here. It, and these things you just you pour the ginger beer on ice, you throw it, you uh you top it off with the uh the dark rum, you put a little lime wedge in it. It yeah. looks awesome. And uh it's it's something you can't you can't beat. It's great for the summer. I mean, visit goslingsrum.com to shop Sweet Limited golf merch they got a lot of cool merch in their store uh, a bunch of different types of hats and, and cool golf swag and uh you can order beverages right on the site believe it or not the rum the ginger beer and you'll get 15 dollars off your order of gosling's rum ginger beer the dark and stormy cans which they basically have they have the drink made already in cans it's super easy yeah. so you just you throw, really want to make your life easy. make your life really easy yeah. just do that uh super delicious use the promo code golficity that's it one word it's just golficity g-o-l-f-i-c-i-t-y and this offers valid through August 31st, so you know, don't wait on it. Go Stock get some up. rum, man. Like we said, right? it's summer. It's summer. Let's go. Stock yeah. up. Let's For do it. For sure. All right. Let's get right into our interview now with Bryce Butler. All right. This is exciting. We've got Bryce Butler on the show. Bryce, welcome to the podcast, man. What's up, guys? How we doing? Thanks for having me. Sure thing, man. Super excited to have you. I mean, we're going to have to do this in person at some point, too. Like, get out there and play a little bit. Love watching your videos, man. You you just you bring some like a, like a fun level to the game that we just connect to. We we love that. It's just uh, it's exciting stuff to watch. Man, I, pr- I appreciate it. Uh, you know, you know, I come from the football space, so it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of trash talk. It's you know, you try to stay light because it's really hard, and so you know that's what I try to bring to the golf game for sure. When did you find the sport? Was it golf first, then football, golf and football always, or golf kind of at the end of the football career? Uh, that's a good question. I uh, So I started playing football. The first sport that I started playing was basketball, and I played basketball up until high school, and then uh, I realized that game wasn't that fun when it got like serious. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, so I, okay. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, born and raised there, lived there my whole life until I went to college, and then I went to college at USC in California, and nice. then I haven't really lived there since. Um, but to answer your question, I uh, I played football first, obviously, and then I just played golf like with my dad and stuff. Like my dad would bring us out. Um, my neighbor had a. It was interesting back then, but my neighbor had a membership to Atlanta Athletic Club, mm-hmm. um, and that wasn't far from my house. So like we used to basically run around that club and get kicked out as like young kids like just messing around um and so i I always had an interest in golf uh but i never had my own clubs you know i used to use my dad's clubs went to college uh flirted with taking a um like a golf class and then i was just like there's no point get to the pros and then i tried to figure i was like okay I don't want to play basketball because I'm scared to like roll my ankle or get hurt. And then like, I was a seven round pick. So, you know, you're on thin ice all the time until like you basically become, you know, a guy. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So I was just like, mm, yeah, like the first round I could play basketball, roll his ankle. He'll be fine. But like, if I go out there and roll my ankle, like I'm going to be looking for a job next week, you know? Right, so right. I was like, <laughs> 
I was like, what can I do to like, you know, be able to compete that's not football and like have fun, you know? Yeah. And uh I was like, I need to play golf. You know, Derek Carr, I was in Oakland at the time, so Derek Carr was playing golf with a lot of guys. Um, so it like it, you know, sparked my interest to playing again. And then when I got traded to Dallas, Tony Romo kind of said something slick to me that like basically challenged me to like get my own set of clubs and like mm-hmm. go after it. Like I he had clubs sitting by his locker. I was like, oh, I was like, you play golf? And, you know, I, I don't, at this point, bro, like, I don't know nothing about golf. I haven't really played seriously, right? So I don't know handicap. I don't know none of that. And I was like, we should play sometime. Like, I know how to play, right? Thinking about, like, when I played when I was a teenager. And, you know, Tony obviously is a player. So he looks at me and goes, like, what's your handicap? And I was like, what? I don't know what that is, right? And he was like, he was like, you're never going to play with me until, like, you figure out what that is, you know? So, the type of person I am, like, I was like, oh, like, you just low-key played me. Like, I'm about to figure this out. And I bought, like, a set of clothes, and I started playing basically from then on. Did, two, that, that was 2016. So, like, I mean, did you, like, what was the day off in the NFL for you to actually go to? It was, like, a Monday? Do you have off to go play? Because you're either on the road or you're in practice, right? Right. Um, yeah, so the thing about football is interesting. Like, it's literally strategy all week until you play, right? right. Like, so... You're at work. You're at work from seven thirty to four o'clock, and only maybe two and a half of those hours is like physical, right? Like you know, practice is probably two hours, and then like you're, you either lift weights for an hour or forty five minutes, and then uh, our day off would be depending depending on the team, but the national like league day off is Tuesday. Okay. So typically you play Sunday, you fly back after the game. Doesn't matter what time, how late the game is, you fly back after the game, you get back home. Uh, Monday, you go back in the facility, you know, watch tape of the game, you know, lift weights. And then Tuesday, you have off. So for me, once I started playing golf, like Tuesdays was golf days for me. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I, I want to go That's back cool. to this yeah. normal thing because I'm, yeah. I'm still laughing at the fact that he was like vetting you before you play yeah there. like what is it is it that these guys are just like is there a lot of like money games going on or is it like they're serious like that or or is what was the reason like they wanted to like he wanted to see like uh, are you able to keep up with them you just you, how you know you were or what that's a great question you know it wasn't just tony like when i came it was like some of my coaches um, when I got to the Cardinals in 18, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, oh, obviously big, a big golfer. golfer. Sure. Yeah. So when he found out, I remember when he found out that I golfed, he was like, oh, like we got him and Pat Peterson were like, oh yeah, we got another guy, you know what I'm saying? That's easy money, easy money. And then I was like, all right, when are we going to go play? And like, Larry, <laughs> Larry's funny. So Larry was like, like, let me see your swing. Like, let me see a video of your swing. <laughs> and I was like, What? And like, so I showed him a couple of, you know, swing videos. And if you know Larry, like Larry's a clown. He's like me, he's a jokester, he's a clown. So yeah, yeah. he like looked at a couple of my swings and he was like, he's like, I don't know if you're ready yet, dog. Like, he looks like you're gonna slow us up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right, what? Like, come on, man. Uh, mm-hmm. So so they were worried about the speed of the like play. That. They yeah. wanted to make sure you were gonna play fast. And Larry, Larry and that group, like Patrick Peterson, um, Sam Bradford, they played really fast. And like, I learned how to play faster playing with them. Cause like when they go, it's, I live in Arizona, we live in Arizona. So in the summer, you don't want to play a four and a half hour round. It's right, too high. Right. It's already 105 degrees here. So you want to get in and out. So you, if you play at 12 o'clock, it's hot. Yeah. I mean, you need to be moving. Like you need to be off the course by three 30. So I learned that moving here, playing with them because. Yeah, you don't want to be out on the course long. So, yeah, it, it's stuff like that. I think guys bet because I do it now too. Like, I have buddies that you know, I'll go to the range with them. We'll, you know, I'll look at their swing. I try to help them as much as I can. Um, and then they're like, "Let's go play," and I'll be like, "Like, let, let's just keep coming to the range a little bit." You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get yeah. you, let's get your temperament on the court. Let's get your temperament right because every time you hit a bad shot, I can tell you're pissed off. That ain't gonna work out there. Like, let's, you know, so. I, I understand it now since I'm a better golfer. Um, but when when they did it then, I was like, nah, like don't try me like that. You know? 
in the way though it seems like like golf is like a, a big like kind of subculture in the nfl like we were just watching the match like you see like a lot of guys playing at a high level and the more we yep. hear about this more guys playing like it, is that something you find or is it just a couple outs like outstanding guys and we just see it or, or are there a lot of guys playing golf no there's a lot of guys playing um I remember when Tony left Dallas, uh, when he was done in Dallas, there wasn't that many players on the team. And then I started, like, well, we had a long snapper named uh, uh, LP that was a freaking scratch golfer. And then we had an, our kicker, um, he was a scratch golfer as well. And then we had a trainer named Brett Besh. Uh, he was, like, scratch as well, too. So we only had like a few guys that played and then everybody else kind of looked at it like, why are you golfing? Why are you golfing? And then um, I remember I was coming in like dressed like this, like every time to practice. Cause like right after I was going to Stonebriar country club, mm-hmm. which is right by the star to hit balls. And then guys like Dag, you know, starts to get, you know, they're starting to you know ask questions like, how is golf? You know, Zeke, you know, how is golf? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they go play amongst themselves and find that it's fun. Yeah. And then, you know, other guys are getting involved. Like, all right, Bryce, like, let's go play golf together. So now, like, um, I literally just had a buddy that's trying to sell simulators now, and he just met up with Zeke. And the dude told him that he knew me. And the first thing Zeke said was, like, Bryce got me into golf. Yeah, yeah. nice. I got you me. know, so um, it's, it's a lot of guys that can play. I mean, there's more hacks than not, but then there's guys that like you probably don't know their names that are like scratch, like that mm-hmm. grew up playing golf. You know, obviously quarterbacks are always great because they have depth perception. So mm-hmm. like they're good putters, you know, they hit the ball well. Um, right. But then there's guys that you're going to look at and be like, man, you don't golf. And he go out there and shoot like 75. Easy. Yeah, you go take your like, money. Dang, you yeah. know? Right. Yeah, right. exactly. So. so for yourself then, I mean, you're – the amount of time you've taken golf seriously is, is on the scale of things relatively short. It's a couple of years. So you, you got good yeah. at the game pretty darn quick. I mean, I remember one of your videos, you mentioned your handicap was somewhere around like a six, right? Like wh- where are you at right now? I'm at the same six. Uh, so even you know that, how it is. Like, go ahead, sorry. like, I'm just thinking even that, like to get there, not a lot of golfers even get to like the level that you play at now. You got there pretty quick and you had other things on your plate. So, like, what was it? Was it just that you were so interested you just went all in? Did you get a bunch of lessons? Were you just playing a lot? How would you get to this point? Yeah, I, that's a great question. I'm a, I'm very, like, I have an addictive kind of, like, personality. Yeah. So, like, if I get into something that I like, like, I go all in. Like, I'm reading books. I'm watching videos. Like, I'm, in, I'm super into pickleball right now. So like I'm I follow like almost every pickleball pro that's out there. Like I'm watching YouTube matches. Like I know where they're at. Like they're, I think they're in New York right now. You know what I'm saying? Like so like I and I used to DJ prior to all this. So like when I DJ, like I would go to all the big DJ events that like Jazzy Jeff and all those guys would hold. Like I would fly, you know, on off days or weekends to like go see these guys play. Like shake hands, try to learn what I could, you know. And you know I started DJing. I DJed in New York actually, but like I, I started DJing. And then when I got into golf, it was the same thing. Like you find out that you're not good at it and you're like, Oh, well, like I'm not about to go tell somebody that I play golf. And then like, they see me play and then I'm like trash. Yeah. So like I'm getting lessons. I'm getting lessons immediately. Um, George Gangus was my coach for a time. Um, now my coach is James O. Um, so it's, it was a mixture of a lot of that. Like I, it was a mixture of getting lessons a lot, watching Rick Shields, you know, unli- like unlimited Rick Shields and Peter Finch videos like in yeah. the beginning, um, you know, figuring out equipment. Cause you know, in the beginning of golf, when you don't know any better and you have the means to get things, you're like, Oh, I can't hit this driver, buy a new one. Not like, right. Let me go get a different shaft. Maybe the shaft stiffness isn't right. Like, no, I don't know that. I really don't know that I can do that. Like, let's go buy a new driver. So the TaylorMade driver is not working. Let's get the Tyler driver. Oh, that's not driver. That's not working. Let's get the Callaway. So you know that drove me into like YouTube and watching Rick Shields and being like, oh, I don't have to like buy five drivers. I can just learn how to fix my slice. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I can figure out like that. Actually, my technique is off. So now it's like, oh, I need a coach. So uh, this guy named. Britt was my coach um, in Dallas first. And then 
I forgot how I got introduced. I think I just reached out to George Genghis in my DM because with the Cowboys, our training camp was in like Oxnard mm-hmm. and he's not far from there. And I was like, hey, man, like I play for the Cowboys. Like, uh, you know, we come out there for training camp on my off day. Like, I would love to get a lesson from you. And he was like, sure. And so ever since then, me and him have been boys. Uh, he was coaching me. And he was really good. But, like, at the time that I had him, like, I didn't understand a word that he was saying to me. Like, everything was like – he was saying stuff, and I was like, what? And now, like, you know, I'll see a video that he posts and be like, oh, like, he was trying to tell me that at 16. But, like, I just yeah. I just couldn't speak Spanish then, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question – like it's all of that, man. Like I just got, I dove into it, um, and you know the rest is history. Still grinding though. Like yeah, shot of well, seventy five, right? Of course, right? Like yeah, the, the pursuit grinding. never stops. Yeah. So it never stops. It never so, stops. So Bryce, it what's, never stops. what's the focus for you? Is it Instagram, YouTube? Is it both? Are you doing different things on different platforms? I mean, what do you got cooking up over there? Uh, great question. Uh, I always saw myself um, like being on TV, like media, like hosting mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. Um, and then once I kind of realized I think football is going to be over for me, um, I was like, okay, I have all these connections at these networks. Like I, I know people at NFL Network. I know people at Fox. Like let's start to get like some inter- internships rolling. And that was in 2020. So once I started to think about that, um, COVID hit. Yeah. So obviously people weren't doing that stuff at that point. So I'm like, what the heck am I about to do? Cause like, I don't think I'm about to get it, get on a team. I need to do something. I'm not about to sit around the house, not doing nothing. Um, and then I hung out with, uh, so I got invited to go to Purcell farms, um, with my buddy, Joe, right. who knew, um, like the, yeah, the good, good crew. At that time, it wasn't the good, good crew. It was just the young kids' crew. That's what that's what I called it. But that's where it started, and, right? Uh, Purcell Farms. That's kind of where the good, good for, was for born. me. So you were almost like yeah, a oh, yeah, member, yeah. And like one of the I was one, and then I decided not to. When we had to get down to signing like deals, yep. Okay, there's a lot. I got my sons over there, like just slamming the door like crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and then once uh. Yeah, like, we, yeah, one, yeah, I was a part of the group. George was a part of the group. And then, like, once we came down to signing a deal with a specific company, um, you know, I've seen a lot of contracts in my life. I just didn't think it was suitable for me. And I just was like, can't do this. Yep. And that was, that was it. But, like, you know, our working relationship as far as, like, doing things together hasn't stopped. It just – I just wasn't a member. I'm not a member anymore. Um, but, yeah, that's where it started. Um, I just remember hanging out with them. They were doing it. I was on some videos and then I just asked them a couple questions like, Hey, like how long y'all been doing this? And they were like a couple years. And I was like, how much money y'all making? And they like told me, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I started thinking, I was like, well, like I want to be in media. I was like, and right now I can't really do anything. I was like, the only thing that I can probably do is try to use my platform and practice, you know? Mm-hmm. And I love golf. I was like, I love golf. And I was like, I think I can do this. And that's basically when it started. You know, speaking of Joe, we we were with Joe at the PGA Memes tournament last week. And we were talking about you. Okay. And he had nothing but praise. He that loves you like a brother. He's a good dude. We just met him for the first time. So uh, yeah. you, you guys go way back? So I met Joe. It's funny how me and Joe met. Um, I was in Dallas playing for the Cowboys. Uh, and... You know, I'm trying to figure out the golf game, right? Like, you know, I knew I knew that, you know, networking I know that networking is everything. So I'm sure. like, okay, I wanna play some of these nice courses. I don't think I wanna be a member anywhere right now. I was like, I need to figure out how I can, you know, get out on some of these courses. Cause I play with my uncle and my uncle, you know, he plays nothing but public courses, you know, he can't really afford to go out to, you know, the big joints. So uh, I was like, I want to kind of just see the other courses, right? And uh, I, I think I put out a tweet back in sixteen or seventeen, like, hey, if anybody can get me on at like Dobson or not Dobson Ranch, uh, TBC Craig Ranch, like, please hit me up. I would love to come play, you know. And then I was checking my DMs on Twitter, and he hit me and was like, I can take you out. Then we went out, and you know, we just hit it off. You know, you know, That's obviously great. found out we're the same age, and you know, it wasn't. 
about anything to do with work. It was just like, let's golf. And then I found out that he did this type of work that he's doing now. I was still playing football and I was like, I kind of need that. You know what I'm saying? So let's see what we can do. And that was it, bro. That's cool. So then at that point, so, you, you kind of, as like the desire to get into media, you know, share that type of stuff, the, the personality side. So that's where you launched the YouTube channel. And, uh, and, and, and that's, is that so that's the main focus right now, as far as just like growing the channel, giving yourself a platform, like, as you said, creating your own platform instead of relying on some other networks platform. And then that way too, right, you, got, exactly. you got more control. You can kind of do what you want to do. You, you do. And that's what I love. Right. And you've got such a, a cool network of other guys, like you were saying before, you know, who play golf. So is that the thing you, you kind of feature some of the other guys from the NFL? And and I know one, I remember uh, J.R. Smith. I remember you saying you wanted to get J.R. Smith on there and then you, you, you linked yeah. up with him and you guys made a, an awesome yeah. video out of it. So like, that's the focus right now. Yeah. So like, you know, what I, like my thought is kind of like behind golf is, you know, football, really doing much of anything in football is because like we're already well represented in football and when i say me i mean like people of like you know the brown black and brown communities um it's if you look at the nfl it's like 85 percent you know african-americans playing football right right and you know i love golf and so growing up in georgia you know i, I remember you know some situations where and maybe I was breaking some rules, but like you can go to places and you know that like people are looking at you like, you're not supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like you just understand that feeling, <clears throat> excuse me. And so a lot, a lot of people like to play golf. And what I noticed when I started playing in Dallas, a lot of guys on the team who didn't play golf and didn't understand golf, they looked at it with like their nose turned up because they they already had a preconceived notion of what golf was to them mm. for whatever reason, right? And I'm finding out that like golf is sick. Like going to these like clubs or, you know, these private clubs or these public clubs, like golf is fun. You can go out and play music, you know, and obviously I know that has been changing. That has changed yeah. over the years. Mm -hmm. So I know back in 2008 or whatever, five, like maybe that wasn't so cool then, but now like you can do that stuff um some courses even and you guys know this you can actually probably just wear a t-shirt as, as opposed to wearing like the full get up you know yeah. things that people and not just certain people like everybody kind of looks at golf like that like do, do i really have to wear a tucked in shirt and a belt if i want to play golf like i don't wear clothes like that you know a lot of people have those things yeah and so i was just like y'all like this would be really dope if you know i can you know just use my platform to just show people like golf is dope and like yeah. you can have fun you can have the hip-hop like kind of subculture persona and play golf and have a good time just like this guy that works for hulet packard you know what i'm saying over here that like you know doesn't look like you at all but you can be on the course with him and have the best four hours or three and a half hour round together in your life and maybe open up a bridge of, you know, connectivity that you would have never had by just being over here, you know, where you were at, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I was like, I just think if I can, I was like, I know what golf has done for me over the years. And I was like, I think if I can just like kind of use that as my niche kind of and show like, you know, young kids or not even people our age, like adults, like golf is actually dope. Like yeah. you can go to Top Golf and have fun. It's not like lame. You don't have to be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like you can scream when you're happy. You mm -hmm. can laugh at your buddy when he shanks the ball yeah. like in the water, like after you can do that, you know? So that's, that's pretty much my focus, man. I just want people to see the game as for, it's not as, and we know like there's stuffy places. There still is. Yeah. About golf. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's golf or not. Like it can just be stuffy period. Like there's stuffy rooms in football. Like, you know, yeah. there's, you can literally go hang out with hall of famers that like, you can leave the room and be like, dang, like I don't ever want to hang out with them again. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And even, and those are guys that you looked up to. Like, so it's not just golf, but you know, from the golf aspect, I just want people to see like, you can go out and be fresh on the course. Like that's why I started fairway fits on Instagram. Like you can go out and wear like, a sick outfit that you think is dope and just and have the best time of your life just because you look good and go shoot at 95. Right. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. And 
um, the focus. I want to build my YouTube up as much as I can because, like I said, I, I want to do like hosting. I want to create, you know, ideas and shows and stuff like that. And YouTube is a great platform because it allows you to do that. Um, and you know, Instagram. It's funny, like I'm still kind of awkward. I feel like I'm still awkward on Instagram because I I play football and I grew up kind of in the era of like you work on football, like you don't do anything else, like you don't bring a camera in the locker room, like you don't do all that stuff. And so before my Instagram platform really was just like pictures of me playing football on Sundays, pictures of me at practice, like I didn't do much, you know? Mm-hmm. So now like I'm still trying to come out the box a little bit of, okay, yeah, I did go play around, around with Frank and Matt and it was fun. So here's like 15 story slides of, with like type, you know, text narration and it's funny. You know, like I'm still like learning how to do that stuff because like I've been so ingrained to not do it my whole life. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's fun though. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's super fun. Um, and I love the golf community, man. It's dope. It's different. All right, guys, we'll get you right back to our interview with Bryce Butler in a second. But we want to thank this week's sponsor, Precision Pro. And you guys know we've been loving the Precision Pro R1 Smart Rangefinder, but Some of you asked, have we checked out their latest, the NX10? And yes, we have. Boom. There it is. Play with style. Play with style, the packaging. This thing, I absolutely love the customizations. First of all, it's super sleek as it is. Comes out of the box in this nice white and black combo. But show them the coolest part. Where the magic happens right here. This piece just pops off if you're watching the show. If not, I'll kind of describe it for you. But they've got these customization options that allows you to customize your rangefinder like never before. So they have matching colors colors that you can do and you can swap these as simple as that just on and off change them you know whatever it may be you want to match your outfit that day you could do it (laughs) but they also got these great custom limited edition sleeves that just slip on here for your favorite content creators they've got random golf club no laying up fried eggs uh you can flaunt your favorite team colors so much more hint hint there might be a golficity one coming we've we've been asking them we can do something like that but just a fantastic rangefinder. It is lightning quick. You know, the last thing you want, we all want to play faster out there, right? Waiting on your rangefinder to find that pin. Yep. This thing, it's got that feedback. It vibrates. It's got the slope tool right there, the slope switch. You can tell if the slope is on or off, but it is like as quick as you can press this button, you've got your number. You know it. You feel it in your hand. You are locked on. So go check it out for yourself. Precision Pro golf.com be sure to use our coupon code golficity for a little bit of extra bonus discounts there uh so remember that's golficity at precisionprogolf.com check out the new nx10 it is uh the most stylish rangefinder in the game that's Mm. for sure all right we're gonna get you back to bryce but first i gotta tell you guys about the fuel from FootJoy. One of the most common questions I get a lot is, you know, I'm looking for a comfortable and an affordable pair of golf yeah. shoes. What do you guys think? I mean, I get that three, four times a week. And I can't say enough about the fuel. I mean, they're stylish. They deliver uh, the fit and the comfort of a sneaker, which we love because we're walking out there a lot. Even if we're in the car, we still have to walk to our ball, walk up some hills. Um, it's packed full of golf-specific innovation for for everyone, men, women, jun- juniors, you name it. Um, I love the vibrant colors, the, the incredible comfort that I was talking about, the terrific track action and that athletic look you know and, and the feel one thing about this shoe frank i know it's one of, one of your favorites in the lineup yeah, yeah. it appeals to all players of the game you know you don't have to be like a scratch golfer doesn't matter uh whether you're wearing shorts uh, wearing pants you know where you're a fedora whatever you're wearing <laughs> whatever out there, you're wearing whatever you're wearing out there you're gonna look good in the foot joy fuel i don't care what they say it's uh, been my go-to recommendation to a lot of people in the facebook book group have been saying like a couple things in mind like i want comfort i walk mm-hmm. a lot i want spikeless and I'm looking for something that's not going to break the bank. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be where it's like, forget about but it. Ha- it's outrageous. The price on these things, it hits every one of those things. And that's why if you watch our videos regularly, you'll probably see that it's been my most worn shoe this this whole uh, It really has been. So far. And getting that traction is key because you're like, oh, it's so cheap. I mean, it's not so cheap, but it's it's a cheaper option. It's it's lighter. Ha- I want that spiked option, but you know, I want that traction, and it just just offers it. It's it's spikeless, but it gives you that traction, which I love. And it's important. So the FJ Fuel has been engineered to bring some serious heat to your game. Read up all about these shoes. Just go to FootJoy.com and guys, pick up a pair. You uh, you'll like them. I promise you. Comes highly recommended. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get back to our interview right now with Bryce Butler. And you're what you're saying is so right. The golf community too is like it's so different. There's so many different people who have like 
all different other interests, but like golf is this shared interest we have. Like even just thinking like yes. golf YouTube, right? There's so many different ages. There's so many different personalities, but yet we all love this one same thing. And it shows that diversity of the game. But I think what you were saying is so right. Like golf, it's not a golf problem. It's like golf had a messaging problem. Like the golf, the game yeah. itself is awesome. It's just somewhere along the line, we got like this bad name and now we're all trying to reverse it. And I think one thing that reversed it in a, in a huge way too, was like the silver lining of like COVID, right? Like you had so many kids go out and play golf for the first time because all their team sports were shut down. And then they're like, that's all it right. takes. You just got to get them there to, to play it once. And then they realize like, whoa, right. like you said, this is not what I thought it was. This is awesome. Right. It's, it's me and my boys were out here just having a great time. Like, how could you not enjoy this type of thing? So yes. I think it's exactly right. Like it, it's got to be like guys like yourself, like take your, your, your platform, just show them like it's a, this is a different side. You wouldn't see this. It's, it's like, in a way, it's kind of like no different than what you were doing in person back in the NFL, where you're saying like one guy would lead to another, like be like, yo, you got to try golf. Come right. out with me. I'll show you the ropes. You know, now you're doing that yeah. like on a broad scale. Like this is my YouTube channel. Check it out. Yeah. That's what we do. You know, we share a very similar thing. And like our, always our thought for our YouTube channel was like, let's show people that you don't have to be very good at golf to have fun. Yep. Cause I think that's the yes. other stigma that the game gets. Like people, you see all the like frustration in the throwing clubs when you're not doing well. So a lot of people think like <laughs> in order to have fun, like I got to play well. And we're out there like we're trying to right. show people like I don't care what you shoot like you're in the sun with your friends man this is a good time right so yes I think you're spot on there it's just like golf just it needed someone with a bullhorn just to say like yo this is fun like go out and try it type of thing yep yep I agree yep that's that's yeah yeah and I yeah and it's funny what you said too like I have buddies that are beginners. And I'm be like, have you played? Have you played on the course yet? And they're like, nah, like I don't want to go out there and embarrass myself. I'm like, bro, just go out there with like some of your buddies, dog. Like, go out there with guys that are the same as you, and just play and and play and play bad. If you play get bad golf, play bad golf fast. That's it. And yeah. like the four the four strokes per hole. Nowadays, we got more ways to play golf than ever before. Like, go to Top Golf. Like ha yes. have a beer and, 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 you know, some, some food there and just like take a couple cuts until you get used to it. Like it's so low pressure. Right. Mm -hmm. Like these are things that we yes. didn't have in the game before. Like you had driving ranges. Right. Now it's like, it's almost expected at top golf that like half the people are there are not even golfers. So I right. think it, yes. it's more welcoming that way. Yeah, I agree. Bryce, I who's totally your favorite agree. tour player? Who do you root for? Mm, that's like out? a, you know, what. What I I'm I'm like a, I'm a guy that like if I know you, I'm a root for you like all the time. So mm -hmm. like I know Tony Finau, um, I know Jason Day, uh, I know Max Homa. So like I'm always rooting for the guys that I know. That's so cool. like, and it's like it, you know it's biased. So like, yeah, it's funny. So this year, the Masters, I did like a little post from when I was there a couple of years ago. And I was like, you know, it's Masters week. Like, who do y'all think is going to be in the top three or whatever, right? So I, I was like, I think it's going to be uh, Finau. I said Jason Day and Scheffler, right? Mm -hmm. So then, like, I'm thinking nothing of it. I'm getting, like, loads of people that, like, know Day and know me. And they're like, Jason's not playing in the Masters. Like, Jason's not playing in the Masters. He's not playing in the Masters. So, like, I had to change it. But, like... That's just how I'm ingrained. Like, right, yeah. I, you know, it's my boy. So, like, I'm thinking, like, he's playing. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know, like, if somebody's in or I don't look that closely. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm just thinking he's in. It's Jason Day. Like, he's he should be in, right? Right. Uh, so, like, you know, that's it. That's just like a little funny story because, like, I kind of felt embarrassed. I was like, dang, like, I hope he didn't see that and like take it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, like, yeah. I didn't mean it. Obviously, right. I didn't mean it in a negative way. I just thought he was in the Masters. You know, so. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, typically, man, like, uh, you know, I like, I like those guys. I don't know everybody, but then I kind of tend to like some of the players that kind of have like football ish seeming characters, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like our personalities, like Brooks kind of seems like a guy that like, doesn't give a flip yeah. from the outside in. Mm -hmm. He seems like a guy that really doesn't give a flip of what anybody has to say. Yep. I like that, you know, because, like, that's kind of like how we are in football. Like, 
you know, we say a lot of crazy things in the media and then like for the most part we don't really care about like what maybe a skip or a Stephen A has to say about what we did. You know what I'm saying? It's just like right. whatever. You know, and you don't we don't really have to answer to anybody as long as you protect the team in your comments, right? So like if I say something that you know, I'm talking bad about my coach or I'm talking bad about my teammates or whatever, obviously somebody's going to say something to me. But mm-hmm. other than that, you got pretty much free reigns of what you can say. Um, so I like Brooks for that reason. Um, so with I, these, love, I like JT too. JT's great. He's my favorite out there. Um, with these yeah, guys you're buddies with, Home A Day, like, do you ever see yourself getting them on your YouTube channel? Is that something you're striving for to get some names like that? Yeah. Yeah, so I always mention it to them. Like, I, I don't, to be that guy that's like bro every time he sees me like he's gonna ask me to be on the channel again like because i i i've been in that position where like i i kind of i understand that so um honestly the only person there's only two people that i've ever really talked to about it and it was jason day and it was uh tony finau and i've had jason day on mine like jason literally invited me out to be with him in palm springs for like three or four days and that was awesome just learning from him and just seeing seeing how he you know he grinds daily and you know getting inside his mental a little bit so we shot a video and like in that video it's literally kind of like what i did there the whole week it's not a match video it's none of that it's literally like we're just hitting balls and i'm you know he's asking me questions like what are you thinking about on this shot and i'm like i don't know bro just like it's 150 you just put it on the flag and he's like well like what shot shape are you thinking? I'm like, I don't do that, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, literally yeah. that. Like, that's literally what that video is. It's like, bro, what? Like that, you think about that? Like, I don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was cool. And then I played with Tony. I played with Tony for the first time like two or three weeks ago. And I played with him, Aaron Baddeley, and uh his son, Drace, right? And it was funny. Cause I started off real hot, like playing well. Like I was like, even, we played Silver League, which is a really tough track in AZ. And I started like even, like in six holes. And I was like, oh shoot, like, I can play with these dudes. Like, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. and then like, I knew in the back of my mind, eventually like something was gonna happen, right? And they just started dogging me cause I couldn't get the ball off the tee. And I was like, all right, whatever. And so his son comes out like on the back nine. And it was hilarious. Like, cause Tony was like, you and his son's like 10. He's like, you and Dre should like do a match. And like, since I was getting beat so bad by them, like I just accepted it with like no thought, like of hold on, like why did he just like tell me to get into a match with his 10 year old? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I gotta be better yeah. than his 10 year old, right? And so, like, and you should play straight up. Mind you, I'm getting, they're kicking my butt so bad. Like I'm just like, yeah, like I'll beat him. Like he's a ten year old. Like I'll get some type of like I'll I'll get back, you know. And I should have sat down and thought, like, hold on, this is a PGA tour player's son. He's ten. He has to be decent. You know what I'm saying? And then Tony said I should play him straight up. Like that I, there's like red flags in there. Yeah, right. That I'm not really seeing. And man, that dude, we played four holes. He literally beat me every hole. And I was like, Oh my God, this is ridiculous. And so I like, uh, <laughs> I shot it all and put it on, like I did a, like a funny narration thing and like everybody was like eating it up. Like people were like, oh, this is sick. That was so funny. And so while we were there, I was like, Tony, I was like, this is this is what we're going to do. I was like, exactly what this is. I was like, me and your son are going to do like a five or nine whole match. And I was like, you're going to narrate it. And like, so you'll be like the commentator. And he was like, bro, that's sick. Like, yeah, we're doing it. So he was like, bro, he was like, I'm going to be back at this time. Like, and I was like, bro, like, you know, whenever you're back, it's fine. Like, we don't have to like really schedule it like crazy. Just when you come back, hit me up and we'll get it going. So like, it worked out beautifully that way you know, with with Tony. So um, that's how I kind of want to do it with those guys. If they ever want to do it, you know, if, if we're talking casually and they don't mind, like, let's do it. But, you know, I... I'd rather just kick it with them than, yeah. you know, It is amazing, though, how trying to get good some of these kids are, like, at young age. Dude, it reminds me of that story. Do you ever hear that story with, like, JT and Michael Jordan when, like, Jordan used to use JT, like, hustle, hustle some people. of his group? 
Really? This is when like JT was like young coming up. You know, his his, his father is like a, a teaching professional. Yeah, right, Same right, thing. right. He right. learned from whatever. And I heard this story and I don't remember where it was. It was like one of those like animated things. They, they recreated it. And they said like, you know, I know Jordan likes to play for like big bucks too. Big bucks. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people that play with him. So he was like, he's like, no, I'll, I'll bring this. Like I guess JT was maybe 12 or 14 at the time. He's like, I'll, I'll bring this kid out and we'll play you guys. And then JT would just like smoke them. And it's just, <laughs> His just showed you some of these guys are just so good at that at that young age, but and that actually yeah. that brings up another thought. And you, so funny you brought MJ because I was gonna ask Bryce a tough question. Okay, go for but it. But I want to switch it up a little okay. bit. All right, then what we have here. So we'll put Bryce Butler in the hot seat for a quick second. And I know you got a passion for football okay. and golf. And as you know, creators, we crave that collaboration. We crave that great next video that's going to get the sixty-five thousand views, the J.R. Smith, something like that. So I can say you can win either a Super Bowl ring or MJ calls you and says, Bryce, come out to the Grove, bring two buddies, bring the cameras, let's film it, let's go. What would you do? Well, I'm already retired, so I'm going to the Grove 23 immediately. But even yeah, if no like, question. yeah, true, okay. But, if you the, became- but when, I was playing, when I was playing, I wasn't doing this. So like, it's kind of, you know, it's tough because like, even then, I would be like, damn, like, Jordan's calling me to play golf with him. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. But, you know, my whole life, my whole life, I've been working to get a Super Bowl. So, like, obviously, and, you know, I played seven years, and I went to the playoffs once. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, like, it's, well, it's hard, dog. Like, Brandon. Now that you're bit by the golf bug, though, like, which would it be? If it was either one, any time in your career, would it be a Super Bowl ring or a Masters win? If you could win the Masters or win the Super Bowl, which would it be? Oh, I, honestly, masters. the masters, masters. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Easy, I'm a receiver, so unless I had like 350 yards and like 50 touchdowns in the Super Bowl game, like when they when they watch the highlights, yeah, they might show a couple of my highlights. But who are they going to show? They're going to show like the quarterback, right? Of course, they're yeah, going to yeah. show like you know, like maybe the defensive end if he got like three sacks and like whatever like remarkable play that happened. To like you know catapult your team like you know like the like the Atlanta Falcons Patriots Super Bowl right like Julian Edelman made that like ridiculous snag off like dude's foot you know then you got the David Tyree catch like they always gonna show David Tyree's like catch on his helmet against the Patriots to beat them when they were like eighteen or nineteen and zero right but like uh, like I'm saying unless I like had a crazy game right right yeah true enough they're not gonna show me on them highlights that's like, true that's I'm just point. gonna have the ring yep. But if I win the Masters, think about all that. Now you're going back every year. Champions dinner. Yep. Right there. There's no Champions dinner Keep before the Super Bowl, right? No. So heck no. <laughs> you know they might have a couple of events. You know what I'm right. saying? But yeah. no, it's nothing like that. And I'm from Georgia too, so like that would be crazy. I, I just I like, win the Masters. Up. I would just say the Masters are probably going to get picked ten out of ten. I'm glad you brought it back up, though. Well, you never know. That's you why, never know. Like I said, it, it, it's just, that's the difference: a team sport, the individual sport. Yeah. But it's just so funny. Like I said, because you have such a stake in your life in those in, in those two sports, it's just an interesting dynamic, right. and and it just shows, like I said, that diversity. How you can kind of have both. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm gonna let you go. I, I hate screwing up your groove. No, no worries about it. No, I was what I was gonna say was just basically I, I didn't want I don't want to let you go without first kind of talking about what's on the horizon. I, yeah, big summer's coming up. I would imagine like a little bit of travel. I'm like, just gonna ask him about his travel plans. Exactly. So there you go. There you go. We're thinking with the same brain. What, what's coming up? <laughs> what's coming up for you? Uh yeah, this summer. This summer is about to be uh, mad. And you guys, I'm sure you guys know just like I know, man. Like. When you're traveling and doing this, it's tough, man. It like, because you can you can be like I'm gonna be in LA next weekend playing Bel Air with Andrew Whitworth, which is gonna be sick. And then like two days later, I'm gonna be in New York. And I now mind you, the New York trip is like mainly because of me, but I'm gonna use it to you know I'm gonna get social content out of it. So sure. you know we're gonna play Bedminster, we're gonna play I think Essex, um, and then either Sleepy or Baltrasol. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to get onto those as well, yep. um, which are courses that I haven't played. I played Trump last year at Bedminster, and it was fantastic. Uh, I forgot which one we played. We played the one that's – I think we played the one that y'all played in the PGA memes. The yeah. old, right? The old, old course, yeah, there. No, I think I played the new one then. I, I Okay, so the new one I think has that big flag, and it's like your 
teeing off and like the left side of the clubhouse, the, if you look to the left, the clubhouse is to the left. That's the one I played. So I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. There. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then, uh, yeah, man. So traveling is crazy. So it's going to be a lot of content this summer. Um, there's going to be some good, good collabs because I'm going to be in Texas. So I'm about to leave here uh, and go to Texas for the summer. I don't, I don't want to be in Arizona getting smoked by like 117 degree heat. I'd rather deal with like 90 and 90% mm -hmm. humidity. Um, so I'm going to go take the kids family to, uh, to Texas for the summer. And then I'm, I'm Chicago. I'm going to Bandon Dunes with Mal Bond and the crew, which is nice. going to be freaking crazy. That's be Have you been to Bandon um, before? I've not been out there yet. Yeah. Bro, the thing, I went with my buddy Cameron um, in, shoot, 2020, like right when uh, Sheep's Ranch opened. Um, it was literally like the week, because I was supposed to go with Ashley K. Mayo and a lot of like the 8 a.m. Uh, yeah, the 8 a.m. crew. Yep. And uh, they canceled because, you know, they were all coming from New York, so they didn't want to go because of COVID. And I was just like, I'm going to go to Bandon. I'll go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. And so me and my boy Cam went up there. And we literally played, we played every course in like two and a half days or like three days. Like I, when I tell you, when I came from that trip, I couldn't feel like my legs. Yeah. Like it felt like I was in training camp, dude. Like, oh my God. I made the mistake of like trying to be cheap and saying like, nah, like I'm already paying a lot. I'm not like having somebody carry my bags. Mm -hmm. I'll never do that again. I'll never yeah. do that again. Yeah. Like that, that walk there, dude. Oh, Were you filming golf ridiculous. at the time? At that time, that was the first time I brought a camera to the course. Okay. The first time it's a good I had place a camera, to start. didn't, didn't know how to use it though. So like you haven't seen the footage because it's terrible. Like I look, I look at it from time to time and I'm like, Oh my God, like that is so <laughs> exposed. Like that's yep. so bad, you know? Um, so it'll be good to be able to go back and, you know, shoot some stuff. Cause that's, that place is content heaven. Like you can shoot so much content there as long as you have, you know, maybe a plastic bag to cover your camera. Cause it's right. going to, it's going to be wet. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a ton of, a ton of travel this summer, man. Uh, plan on a lot of YouTube videos, plan on a lot of Instagram reels. Um, I kind of want to start doing like, I have a thought of like, I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone. So I'm trying to do more like, uh, like those funny skit, like back and forth. Like I'm talking to myself, you know, those yeah, types yeah, of reels. Yeah. Like I'm, yep. I, I want to do that. Like I'm trying to psych myself into like actually doing one. Um, cause I like think I could do funny ones, but I'm always like, no, you're not funny. Nobody, <laughs> funny. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you do uh, one and then so, like, it's like, I got to keep doing this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I'm just waiting for the time I actually do like my one, and then I know it's just gonna be like, bam, bam, bam. so yeah. yeah, a lot of good stuff, man. I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, uh, you know, I can come up to New York and get some golf with you guys on the yeah, second especially round. I know, Sleepy man, we'll get you out at Sleepy. We're really close with uh, Kevin Sprecker over there. We do a lot of our content. Okay, Hala. So maybe we'll get around Ooh. over there. It's a special place, man. It it's it's a fun I course. Heard. Yeah, one of my buddies, uh, Eric Mayville, I don't know if you know him. He does a uh, fair game golf with uh, Adam Scott and those guys. Okay, yeah. Um, he's like a behind the scenes guy. He's a member there, and he was like, "Anytime you come to New York, man, like let's yeah. go play." And I'm and I told, I was like, "Hey, I'm coming. Like I want to go to Sleepy." Yeah, you, you only got to ask me once. So yeah, that'll be. Yeah, yeah, that'll be yeah, exactly, and that's how golf is. Like, it's like it's funny. I have a buddy named Bill. He's like one of my good friends now. He's an older cat from Chicago, but he lives here. So I met him while I was looking for my house when I moved here. And uh, the realtor knew him. He knew I was into golf. So he calls Bill over. Bill works for the PGA. And Bill goes, if you ever like want to play golf, like call me. Like I can get you on almost anywhere here. And I looked at him. I was like, please don't say that thinking that I'm not going to call right, you. Right. Like I'm okay with that. If you really don't think I'm going to call you, like, that's fine. Like, let's just, like, be transparent now because, like, yep. I'll call you tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> and, me and, Bill, and, and me and Bill have been, like, you know, really close friends ever since because, like, literally, like, we go play golf together, like, all the time. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of stuff. I'll be back in New York in September, so around 9-11. So 
um, I'll be looking you guys up for sure. Let's do it. I mean, New York in September, you know, is beautiful time to. Play. It's like one of the best times to the play. Best. Golf. So we'll the definitely best. do that. And I think you mentioned before we came, you're going to be at the U.S. Open. You're going to be up there, Brookline. Yeah. So I'm. A, I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So I'm shooting some content with American Express um, at uh, the U.S. Open this year, which is going to be fun. Uh, it's it, it's actually crazy because. Me, George, Josh Kelly, Haley Ostrom, or whatever, we shot um, like the tour from California to Brookline, like taking mm-hmm. the trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously it was a replica trophy, but you know, we did some work with the USGA, so it was actually kind of cool when I got this gig to go up there because I was like, "Oh shoot, like this is dope!" Like I thought I would never go to Brookline, but I'm actually going now. So yeah, it'll be That's fun. Cool. That's cool, the way those things work out. All right, well, listen, we'll yes, let sir. you go. One thing I do, I think what we'll do, we, we got to have you back on the podcast. Let's do week one of the NFL. We'll get your picks. We'll have you pop back. Oh, yeah, all day. How's that sound? All, all day. You, hey, y'all hit me up. I'm down, man. I love doing stuff like this. Let's I love it. it. And let's, yeah, when you're back in New York in September, we'll definitely get out there. And the podcast, is, it's, it's, it's great. I, mean, I love getting out there in person. Like you said, there's nothing, nothing that beats getting out there on the course with somebody and getting to play. So, Exactly. We'll exactly. get out there to get Hold on, out. time out. So you guys are New York guys. You talk about NFL. Are y'all like Giants fans? Yeah. Is that going to be a mark against us? <laughs> it's not going to be a mark, but we'll have a lot of fun banter going back and forth. Yeah, that's Good. for sure. Yeah, no, we both grew up as, as – uh, we're cousins. <laughs> our, we're cousins. Our, our fathers are brothers. Okay. So uh, Okay, cool. We're, we're second-generation Giants that's fans. That's right. Let's put it that way. Both of our fathers were oh, big Giants okay. fans. Cool. You know, uh, my father was at what was it Super Bowl twenty five? Well, with my dad, right? Ooh. Yeah, they were. He there. was he there too? They were they down went there. together. They with, were. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think yeah, that so. Tyree was like my that's favorite sick. last moment. Yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> last favorite moment. That's how bad it's been. But. All right. Well, listen. Thanks again. Uh, just best of luck to continued success with the YouTube channel. All those pursuits. I mean, I love what you're doing. As you said giving your voice to the game, sharing your game. I, I think we're going to see even more so in the coming years. There's this boom as, as, as golf kind of shakes off that stigma of some of that stuffiness we talked about. And I think it's great for the game. The more people we get, we have in the game, the better it is for all of us. And uh, just like, just keep it coming, man. Cause I really enjoy your stuff. I appreciate you guys. And because you have that fresh foot joy sweatshirt on, I got to get you guys featured on a fairway fits episode because i know y'all like to talk about like the gear as well love it so we'll have to do that too in the future let's go we're in let's go all right awesome great chatting with you uh we'll we'll catch up real soon and we'll we'll for sure get you back on the podcast soon i appreciate you guys have a good weekend you too Bryce. bryce take care all right that was a lot of fun I mean, there's just some interviews we do, Mike, where I just feel like, you know, if we had unlimited time, I could just keep going. Yeah. Um, Super cool down earth guy. 100%. You know, and and there's some, sometimes when you're talking to somebody, you can just tell like how legitimately they like really enjoy the game. You know what I mean? It's not lip service. It's not like, you know, sometimes some other athletes like, yeah, play golf too. Like I play once in a while. Like, no, you, if you didn't pick that up in that interview, you know, you were sleeping because you you could tell Bryce is like, as he said, he got, got really hooks into it and loved the game. And, uh, he just, it's so funny. It's so relatable. Sounds so much like us when he's saying like, uh, his buddy's giving him invites and be like, you, you, you better be serious. Cause I'm calling in that invite. I'm going to go play, play exactly. golf with you. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I, I really been enjoying what he's been doing. I, I think it's, it, it's a, it's a fresh take. And I think what's so cool is that he's able to, to bring some of his friends into his content. Um, like we talked about other NFL guys, guys from the NBA, um, base. I saw he's some MLB players on there. Like, just taking some of the other professional athletes and just kind of showing their love for the game. Uh, it's just really enjoyable. It's and great. I, again, I, I'm just uh, I'm impressed with how well he, he plays. And, and he's been – we've been playing the game a lot longer than he has. And he's uh, he's got a he's lower playing. handicap than we do, which <laughs> just shows you his dedication. <laughs> exactly. To the game. You're right. But I guess it does – it definitely helps when you've got George – Genkis as your, as yeah, your that, coach for that a bit. can help that can, that can, uh, that can definitely help, help you get but, you know great collabs with larry fitzgerald charles woodson you know i know he had jr smith like we said 
Yeah, Great so stuff. if you haven't already checked out Bryce's channel on YouTube, definitely check it out. That's where he, he puts most of the content that we are talking about here. You know, give him a follow on Instagram and everything as well. But but YouTube is really where it's at. You really get to see his personality and you get to see, you know, as I said, his take on the game. So really enjoyed that. And guys, we've been loving this new series of interviews that we've been doing here, getting a chance to to get some of, you know, our, our, our friends and some people who we've just been fans of for quite some time onto the show talk to them about what they've been going on but we want to hear from you guys you know who else do you want to see on the show what are some other interviews that you've just been itching to hear you know uh what are some of the other either golf content creators or somebody else in the golf space that you just want to dig in a little bit more and, and hear a little bit more about their their life and their backstory and their shared passion for the game let us know comment below you can also email us at podcast at golfisty.com we love your input uh and and we really it really helps us you know try to find some some fresh people to get on the show and, and talk to them about yeah. because it's one of my favorite parts of the game is just exploring new personalities and getting to know new people. And uh, I think that's one of the best ways to do it. So hop in there with your, uh, your suggestions. We love to hear them. In the meantime, make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, give us a follow. We've got new episodes coming out every single week and a whole lot of great interviews lined up for you. All right, we'll see everybody again next week.